When last we saw Cassidy, she was being chased on her bicycle by the school bully when an accident sends her flying headfirst into a rock wall covered in ancient drawings. But she goes all the way through it and into another world known as Tapuat. There, she lands at the feet of Coco Pelli, or Coco as he's better known. That'd be me. He tells Cassidy that the doorway no longer works on their side. But I've got to get home. Can't help you there, little man. Just then, the sky turns dark as the ground begins to shake beneath their feet. What? What was that? I'm not sure. Suddenly, a huge coal black figure covers the sky. It's a massive winged creature with menacing eyes and a wicked grin. And it's headed straight towards them. Doc! Actually, that's Thunderbird! The two dive for cover as Thunderbird dips directly over their heads, then turns his hulking frame around and makes another pass. Lightning shoots from his wings as he flies across the sky. <sighs> that was close. I think we better head back to the village, you know. We'll get all this strained out there, little man. Okay, but please stop calling me little man. I'm a girl. Really? I mean, you don't look like a girl. Well, you shouldn't judge people by their looks. Okay. I mean, girls can like football too, and we don't have to wear dresses or do our hair all fancy. Okay, okay, I got it. You know, you are absolutely right. From this moment on, I swear to judge people solely by the content of their character. That's never going to happen, is it? Not in a million years. Oh, jeez. Gasty follows Coco down a footpath to a Pueblo village. Where it looks like Thunderbird has set a few structures on fire. The women from earlier catch sight of our two friends. There she is! She's the one who did this! She brought the monster! Soon the entire village has surrounded Coco and Cassidy, who's getting a bit nervous. What does she mean? I did this? Don't worry, I got this. Now hold on right there! You have it all wrong. Look! Uh, Straighten your shirt. My shirt? You remember what she was wearing. That's right. Or Buffalo Bills football jersey. And when Cassidy straightens it... <gasps> ah! White Buffalo! <gasps> it's a buffalo. That's my team's mascot. So what? Not just any buffalo. A white one. The ancient stories tell of a white buffalo that will return and defeat the Wasichu. That's right! This is the White Buffalo come to free us from the Wasichu's tyranny! No more Wasichu! No more Wasichu! Wasichu? The giant. No more Wasichu! No more Wasichu! No more Wasichu! No more Wasichu! Giant? Right, and they think you're gonna save them from it. Save them? From the giant! Come on, keep up. Cassidy is now clearly frightened as the group closes in tightly around her and Coco. Hey, hey, what's going on? Whoa! The villagers lift Cassidy above their heads and parade her around while Coco trails behind, looking amused. He pulls out his flute. (laughs) And soon the village women are busy preparing meals while their little ones play nearby. Casti and Coco have joined the village elders who sit cross-legged in a large circle. Stop fidgeting. But they keep staring at me. Why'd you tell them I was the white buffalo? Because they need to believe that you are. What does that mean? Shh, the chief's about to speak. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
We give thanks to the great mystery who brings us all things. Today, he brings us the safe return of our dear friend, Coco Pelli. Sometimes not so dear. <laughs> ah, but he makes rain, and music, and laughter. And for these things, we are grateful. Who, me? I'm touched. You like me. You really like me. We also give thanks for the arrival of the white buffalo who comes over from the other side to free us from the Wasichu. I'm sorry to interrupt, sir. My name's Cassidy. I'm not this white buffalo you speak of, and I'm not here to free anyone. I just want to go home. There is only one person who can tell us why you are here. Tomorrow, you will visit the Great Seer. She will help you find your way. For now, let us give thanks for this food before us. It's about time. I'm starving. So what did you mean when you said they need to believe I'm the white buffalo? Look around. I see kids and their mothers and the elders. Wait, where are all of the young men? Well, when the giant closed the doorway, all the braves set out to find him. They have not returned. Now there is no one to hunt. This corn mush is all there is to eat, and your coming here gives them hope. But what happens when they find out I'm no one special, that I'm just a lost kid? Guess we'll find out tomorrow. So why do all of the men keep going after the giant anyway? How would I know? I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh my. I'm... Forgot to mention, Coco is a bit of a flirt. Well, hello there. (laughs) Yes, well, let's jump ahead a bit, shall we? Now, if you recall, Casty and Coco were going to see the great seer. Who lives in a rather spooky-looking hut. The only light inside comes through mismatched wood slats in the walls. Cassidy and Coco sit huddled in the corner eyeing the toothless old woman who sways back and forth in her rickety rocking chair. I confess, with her leathery skin and dark eyes, she scares me a little. (laughs) (laughs) So, why do they call her the Great Seer if she's... Blind? (laughs) You're the one that is blind. You must close your eyes before you can truly see. You change form, Coco Pelli, because I smell a rat! <laughs> you, come here. Me? I'm actually good where I'm at. Go on. Well, now, you have put Tapuat in Koyana Skatsi. Koya what now? Koyana Skatsi. Out of balance. The dark forces have been released and shall wreak havoc on our land. You must set things right. But I didn't mean to do it. There was a rabbit in the path and, well, it was an accident. There are no accidents. The old woman roughly feels about Casty's face and shoulders. Ah, uh, you're a little one. The Wasichu will have fun with you. <laughs> Does she really have to go after the Wasichu? Look, 
I'm sorry you're out of balance and all, but I'm not going after any it. I just want to go home where I belong. This is where you are, so it must be where you belong. The great seer closes her eyes and begins to rock frantically as she chants. And then, as quickly, stops and cocks her head as if listening to something only she can hear. You will make your way home. Yes, finally, thank you. I knew you'd find a way. There is only one way. You must face the giant and return with his heart. Wait, what? For the elixir, so you can get back through the doorway. But I can't do that. You must, or you will never go home again. And we will have to leave our home as well. There will be many obstacles in your way, but you will overcome them. Just remember two things. Call on Spider-Woman when you face trouble. Maddie Franklin or Jessica Drew? What's this? Uh Spider-Woman from the Marvel Comics universe. She is creator of all universe! Okay, okay. Okay, uh, so she should call on Spider-Woman. Uh, what else does she need to remember? Never trust the trickster! <laughs> the old woman frantically rocks back and forth as our heroes slip out of the shack and into the bright sunlight. Come on, let's get back to the village. But Cassidy doesn't move. She just stares ahead, blankly, until finally... The heart of a giant. I'm supposed to get the heart of a giant? Uh, no big deal. No big deal? It's a heart from a giant. That's a pretty big deal where I come from. Man, I'm going to be stuck here forever. Don't worry. You know, we'll think of something. We? Sure. I mean, someone's got to show you the way, right? Plus, I'm getting itchy feet. Time to blow this pop stand. Yeah? Well, the great seer told me not to trust you. She also told you to get the giant's heart. So, you know, <laughs> local. Oh, great. That makes me feel way better. Besides, I've got a few tricks up my sleeves. Coco winks as he pulls a pouch out of his pocket marked Magic Powder. Picked up a little something back there. Watch this. He pours some powder into his palm and blows. Just then, a gust of wind blows it right back in their faces. Real nice. (laughs) That didn't go right. We're going to be chopped liver. Not the liver, the heart. I'm so not amused right now. You know, I, I don't think this is magic powder at all. Can you believe that? Looks like Coco needs to learn a lesson not to take things that don't belong to him. But that's a lesson for another time. Let's get back to our story. It seems Casty has resolved herself to make the best of things and settle into village life. Hey, Coco, look. I learned how to make paper from birch bark. Uh-huh. What? I might as well fit in if I'm going to be stuck here forever. You don't have to be stuck. I told you. I can't go after a giant. That's insane. You said you wanted to go home. I did. I mean, I do, but come on. I'm just a kid. Cassidy, you don't seem to understand. When you came through from the other side, you really did upset the balance. Just then, the sky turns coal black and the wind whirls around them, whipping up sagebrush as the villagers frantically search for cover. Whoa, I can hardly stand. Suddenly... Thunderbird's massive figure appears overhead, sweeping low across the village. 
The villagers scatter as the massive creature hovers above them, lightning shooting from his wings. A few structures catch fire as the creature makes another pass overhead before flying off. So my coming here caused that? By George, I think she's got it. And I have to go after the giant to save the village? Afraid so. It's the only way. But I'm I'm scared. I don't think I can do that. You won't know until you try. Then you just leave the rest to the great mystery. What is this great mystery, anyway? Hello, it's a mystery? Jeez, now I'm scared. Come on, we better get started. And so... Casty begins her training in the ways of a brave. This is the proper way to hold a bow and arrow. I thought you said you weren't a fighter. I'm not, but I'm always prepared. Here, like this. It's a bullseye. Mais oui, but of course. Now you try. I don't know how. Just become the arrow. Become the arrow? Yes, be one with it. Gasty takes aim and slowly pulls the string back. The arrow flies directly into their water bag hanging in a nearby tree. Uh, not bad. Perhaps Gasty's next lesson will go better. For that, she joins the chief elder who holds a large dowsing rod. Do you know what that is? It's a stick shaped like the letter Y. People once used them to find water. It's true. You will need water in the desert. But that's just a stick. Bah. <laughs> this is the blessed divining rod of the ancients. Looks like a stick to me. The chief elder starts to chant as he slowly wanders off, guided by the Y-shaped branch. <laughs> Watch this. Coco pulls out his flute and plays while he dances around in a circle. As he does, a large rain cloud appears above their heads and starts to pour. That's awesome! It certainly is. And after more practice, Casty once again stands in front of the archery target. Remember, you and the arrow are one. I am one with the arrow. I am one with the arrow. I hit it! See? Indeed! Although now we must see if you can really see. See? Huh? My eyesight's fine. But Coco is speaking of a different kind of vision. For this test, he takes Cassidy to the village Kiva. That's a hut where ceremonies are performed. The chief elder is waiting for them inside. Ah, you must learn to see without your eyes. The elder covers Cassidy's eyes with a bandana, then spins her around and around until she's dizzy. Now... Find the eagle's feather. The elder hands a feather to Coco, who dances around Cassidy, waving the plume while she grasps at the air. This is crazy. I can't see a thing. The eagle flies with Father Sky, the energy that flows through all things. The eagle flies in truth, in freedom, in power. So with the eagle, so with your power. Coco stops dancing and holds the feather still. Gasty grabs for it. This could take a while. Well, as the saying goes, practice makes perfect. And soon Cassidy once again takes aim with the bow and arrow, totally zeroed in on the target. I am the arrow. I am the arrow. Hey, look! 
I hit the bullseye. Coco? Coco? Oh my. Looks like Coco is flirting with that girl again. <laughs> but no matter. Because Cassidy has finally passed all her tests. And now it's time to finally set out in search of the giant. Good luck. Our two heroes stand at the edge of the village loaded with supplies. Villagers wish them well as the chief elder approaches. Ah, the great mystery has spoken. You shall bring balance and peace back to our people. We await your safe return. Not as much as I do. Thanks for everything, for, well, believing in me. What matters most is that you believe in yourself. And with that, Gasty and Coco set off along the dirt path. Guess it's time we get to the heart of the matter. Think you're funny, huh? Come on, have a heart. Are you gonna do that all the way? Unless there's a change of heart. Oh, jeez. Will Cassidy really find the giant? Will Coco make heart jokes all the way there? Find out in the next episode of Coin Trick. Until then, it seems everything in our own world is out of balance right now. And you might be feeling scared or confused or anxious. And that's okay. In fact, it's perfectly normal. Even the bravest people you know feel frightened sometimes. Being courageous doesn't mean that you'll never be afraid. True courage means feeling your fear and acting anyway. So try and express your feelings by talking or writing about them. Or you can draw or paint or even dance them. And of course, remember to listen. Cointrick is produced by Full Potential Media. Be sure to visit us at Cointrick.net for transcripts, word puzzles, and other cool resources. Cointrick is a proud supporter of the David Lynch Foundation and its Meditate America initiative, which introduces meditation to kids and others suffering from stress and trauma. You can learn more on our website or visit davidlynchfoundation.org.